0: What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in again. My guest today had something come up, so we're going to reschedule that show, but the show must go on today. It must. All right, so I thought, why don't we look at all the players who've been traded so far and analyze what they've done and what their rest of season value might be. Shall we? We shall. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Right, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you so much Um, Yeah, (laughs) thanks for tuning in, this is Fantasy NHL Today I am your host, Blake Creamer Please follow me on Twitter, at Blake Creamer, S-E And also get your buns, your biscuits Get your biscuits in the Discord Please, come on, get in there Uh, The link is in the show description Um, Yeah, we want to get some hockey chat going on there Again, I know we're a little late to the game, but better late than never. So go do it. Just click on it. you got to sign up for a Discord account. Ah, just get in there. Please and chat to me. Come on, I'm lonely. All right, but that's okay. I, You know, I've got, uh, you know, like I said, I've said before, my mom says I'm cool. And uh, that's all I need, right? That's that's where I get this. Also, I went to an art school, right? So so you can, you know, you're starting to piece together why I act the way I act. All right. Uh, No one kind of checked me, you know, and and made me stop this stuff. So I was just free to, you know, do all this stuff. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, it's it's getting a little long in the tooth. So let's get to biz. So yeah, uh, Mike Rogerson, um, awesome guy. He's going to, I'm going to reschedule with him. I think we're going to do it next week. So we were going to talk about um, traded players and kind of where they're lined up. I might do it myself here and see how that works. Mike is going to join me next week, most likely. And I think we'll probably just end up talking, um, after the trade deadline and we'll talk about, yeah, this same kind of thing, but you know, the deadline will be done. So I think that'll be valuable as well. We'll talk about rest of season value, all that stuff. And I have another, uh, big guest lined up, but uh, I'll mention that uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, maybe I just want to make sure that's all confirmed before I say anything. But yeah, we got a guest, and I'm excited, all right? I love having guests like Mike and uh, and and others, just, just these pros that know exactly what they're talking about. Just helps me learn, and plus it gets more value out to you all, and uh, that's what I'm trying to do, give you some value, all right? So again, what I thought we'd do today, we'll just go through um the traded players already and there was you know some more trades today the nhl's kind of going off right now and it's it's exciting my twitter's blowing up i'm with my kids my my notifications are on my wife's glaring at me just kidding uh she does listen to the podcast sometimes so honey appreciate you all right you're a lovely lady um yeah uh i can edit that out later i mean i know she'll appreciate it but i don't know where i'm going with this anywho yeah, um, lots going on in the NHL. I love it. It's exciting times. You know, there's lots of stuff heating up. Patrick Kane, this 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 thing's going to happen here soon. Um, you know, the Rangers did some stuff today. We'll talk about that. But, yeah, they're they're just clearing things out. You know, it, what a stacked team. It's just ridiculous. Um, you know, and some fun stuff happened in the NHL today. So what I thought, we'll talk about these guys. We'll see where they're at, what they've done so far, what we think they're going to do, where their deployment's going to be. It, it should be a short episode. I, I'm going to kind of go off the cuff here. What I thought we'd also do as well is just do a quick recap of the 11 games. And this is not going to be like the other recaps I do. This is going to be point form. All right. I want to just see if there's anything fantasy relevant. I'm just going to be looking at the box scores, checking out what happened. And, you know, we'll talk about maybe some of the guys that we've uh, s- sort of talked about. Um just, you know, that could potentially be value moving forward until the uh, end of the season here in your fantasy playoffs. All right? So let's get into it. There's 11 games uh, on the Saturday. Again, this is going to be point form. We're going to look at deployment. We're going to check on our guys that we're recommending. Plus, then we'll look at the traded players. Okay? Okay. Uh, first up, let's talk about the Boston Bruins against the Vancouver Canucks. What the hell? Linus Allmark scored a goal in this game. What do you? T- uh, that's... That's unnecessary, my man. What the no, Linus Allmark, What a beauty! This guy's a lock for the Vesna. What 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 the hell are the Bruins doing? They're uh, they're an unbelievable team. I don't think anyone could have called this. Uh, you know, couldn't have called uh, Allmark, Couldn't have called the Bruins to be you know forty five eight and five. Like what a what a disgusting record that they have. Um, they're they're really hard to dislike. I mean, yeah, we we don't like Marshawn. He's the guy's just a ding dong and. But whatever. I mean, he's a champion. He's won the Stanley Cup. You, you got to respect this guy. And, uh, you know, the rest of the team is really solid. And they've made some moves. So um, let's take a look at the box score here. They beat the Canucks 3-1. You know, this uh, that's what you call a foregone conclusion. All right. Omar took the victory. Didn't have to do too much. Uh, Arthur Silovs took the L. But... Played pretty well, so I don't know. He, you know, he only let in two goals on 34 shots. That's that's all right. All right, let's look at the Bruins, see what they did. Just see uh, the main thing I want to look at here. We're not going to go into everything here, uh, but there are some players that uh, you know I think are are definite targets. Obviously, Jake DeBrusque is rostered. He got an assist tonight. 16 minutes of ice time. That's kind of what I'm going to be focusing on in these. Like just just looking at deployment here. So you know I like that. He got 16 minutes. David Krejci got an assist. He got 18 minutes. I like that. Ew, David. You know, I got pasta in my in in a couple pools, and I thought, okay, we're going to have a points night here. Pasta's going to rip the Canucks. He gave me donuts across the board. What are you doing? I mean, four shots and one hit. All right, that's fine. He's a cooking something up. Um, but what we really want to look at here with the Bruins is how the new guys fare. So Dmitri Orlov and uh, Garnett Hathaway. How did they do? Let's take a look at what they did this game here. So um, Orlov played 20 minutes and four seconds. He was minus one. Um, one shot, two hits. You know, didn't really do too much. He was playing uh, on a pairing with Derek Forbort. That meathead. head. Um, I like Derek Forbort. Actually, he's awesome. Uh, just for defensive perifs. But yeah, Orlov... I think, you know, once this trade happened, people were asking, like, yeah, hey, are we picking up Orlov or are we doing anything with Hathaway? I think the answer is no right now. Um, Orlov did, got zero minutes on the power play this game. Again, granted, it's only one game, his first game with the Bruins. He did play 20 minutes, so I like that. But he's not going to get the same kind of offensive opportunity in Boston as he did in Washington, right? They got him for a depth defenseman. He's a beauty. I mean, if, you know, if guys get injured, if Hampus Lindholm, McAvoy, if any of those guys get injured, this guy could do a little bit more, right? But even with uh, John Carlson out you know, for as long as he was, he's still only on a 35 point pace for the season in Washington, and he was on a 38 point pace last year. So, it this he's just not that kind of defenseman, right? So, I think we're leaving him on the wire unless you need defenseman Periffs. You know, he's got 90 hits and 62 blocks, so he should be. You know, he's he's cooking. He'll probably get 100 hits, 100 blocks. That's good. That's what you want from your defenseman Periffs, but nothing else really. So, this is a guy you leave on the wire. Garnett Hathaway. Uh, you leave him on the wire too, obviously, he's a hit streamer, Uh, he only played 11 minutes, 40 seconds, and only got two hits, buddy, you got one job, all right, you get your buns out there, and you destroy people, you put them through the glass, all right, but that's fine, Um, great trade for the Bruins, I love it, I will, you know, this is the kind of stuff I wanted to talk with Mike, so I'll I'll wait until that, Just, just talking about the fit with the Bruins, but you know it's a it's a great pickup for them they they just bolster themselves without r- losing anything right so they're just supplementing their team they're not they're, they're tinkering i uh, love that i'm going to just keep saying tinkering you're going to hear that in every episode until the end of time all right i just like saying it and uh, no one can tell me different all right so that's that um, that's all i got to say about that vancouver the only guy i'm interested in there is big and uh, yeah, he didn't do very much, um, what did he? What was his deployment, we got to look at that, um, he played 19 minutes, 39 seconds, I think Kuzi's going to eight minutes, uh, leading up to the end of the season here, you know, if you can get him in, I think, I think Kuzi's a, he's, he's on the bubble, he's a, he's a rosterable player, for sure, I've got him on a couple teams, he was minus two tonight, but he's, he's getting that deployment with Pedersen and Beauvillier, um, Canucks are going to have a fire sale soon, so, um, they're not going to have anybody else. So I like Kuzmenko for minutes. I don't think they're going to be able to deny him, right? Uh, and that's really it. Besser got a goal tonight. He's, uh, it sounds like he might be going to Minnesota. I think that'd be great for Besser, um, just for him personally. And, you know, he can get his kind of offensive career back on track. So it's a nice nice that he got a goal. There you go. Uh, Boston, Vancouver. That was a little longer than I wanted to do, but whatever. Let's carry on. Edmonton and Blue Jack- and the Blue Jackets. 6'5 Blue Jackets. What the? Wow. Edmonton Oilers goaltending is gonna be a problem. They have not shored up that uh, position. And Jack Campbell, you thought that was the answer? No. I'm flying, Jack. It's not the answer. This guy stinks. He's been playing terrible. Stuart Skinner didn't do any better. They, you know, they, they both played stinky this game, and the Blue Jackets just lit him up. So let's look at Edmonton. Obviously, there's not much to say. These these guys are crushing. You know, McDavid is doing McDavid things. This. This guy's probably the best player I've ever seen. I mean, I, you know, he's, he's clearly the best player in the NHL, no question. But this he got a shorthanded goal th- th- tonight. That, that was—he just—he looked like he was playing against a minor league team. It was stupid. He just threw a guy off him. He, his his acceleration is ridiculous. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk too much about McDavid, but, man, that guy's incredible. Um You know Zach Hyman, holy, 25 minutes on ice. I love that. Um, Tyson Berry, this is a guy that you were probably able to pick up late in a draft, maybe even off waivers. He's flying right now. Your cousin Marvin Berry, you know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Two assists again here. He's getting that power play time, 20 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, Yeah, Tyson Berry is killing your love and life if you picked him up. And again, we talked about Edmonton in our streaming show yesterday. There's no one to stream on this team, so don't even bother. I mean, they've got a good schedule, but who are you going to pick up? I don't know. Maybe you, get a, maybe you get Stuart Skinner in for like a back-to-back game, but I don't know. And then the Blue Jackets, you know I got to talk about my guy, BJ. Yeah, buddy. Love this stuff. Uh, goal and assist, five shots, two hits, one block, 25 minutes and 24 seconds on ice. 39% rostered. If I do one thing with this podcast, it's to get Boon Jenner over forty percent, book it. All right? I'm taking credit if he goes over forty percent on Yahoo, all right? Boon Jenner, call me, buddy. All right. Let's let's be friends. I think Boon Jenner and I could be good friends. Uh yeah, he's He's a legend. Let's just agree on that. Yeah, there's not too much else. I mean, how about Marchenko? Marchenko got two goals and he got 20 minutes and 37 uh, seconds on ice. So, if you're looking at Columbus players, Marchenko is good to go. I think you know he's he's got he's the Cy Young guy. You know, his, his he's all goals, no assists, but. Who the hell cares? Uh, This is an excellent game, and that deployment is obscene. So anyways, and then I I have to talk about Jack Roslevic. Two goals, two assists, uh, just in 12 minutes, 46 seconds. Don't read anything into that. That's not going to happen very often, but nice game for Roslevic. If you somehow streamed in Roslevic, I need to get a hold of you, all right? And uh, I got to pick your brain because uh, you clearly are a legend, a master at fantasy hockey. All right? Good job to you. Let's move on. Oh, Rangers and Capitals. Capitals uh, finally winning. Thank you. Boy, I had uh, Kemper in the lineup. I was going to drop him for this game, and I'm like, whatever. You know what? Just keep him. Let's just keep rolling. They took the win 6-3. Thank you. That's very nice. Um, You know, Shesterkin got pulled in this one. That stinks but you know whatever he'll uh, he'll be fine um rangers there's not too much I want to talk about besides um I like looking at Philip Hedel's minutes he played 1544 didn't do too much um but but that's good deployment that's still going um you know I do want to talk about Tarasenko um and and I'll talk about him a little bit later because we're talking about players that were traded but he was minus 3 on the night two shots two hits um just under 17 minutes on ice so i i don't know um Tarasenko has not been really giving me a lot of confidence. I will talk about him a little later, but again, that's sort of the game he had here. And then my boy, Vinny Tro. Oh man, he was minus four. He did play 21 minutes, though. I love that. For show. Um, you know, if Kane goes here, I mean, geez, what what their top six is just ludicrous. Um, yeah, I I I, I like the Rangers a lot, but you know, it's because I like Vinny Tro. Vinny Trocheck and Boone Jenner get them on the same team, that's, I'll get a tattoo, I'll get a tattoo of the team's logo on my neck, all right, you get Trochek and Boone Jenner together, I'm getting a tattoo of the team logo on my neck, book it, it's it's down here, it's recorded for, uh, you know, uh, posterity purposes, all right, I don't know where I'm going with this, don't call me on that, I'll edit that out later as well, Uh, for Washington, nothing really doing there, I mean, you know, obviously good game, 6-3, they won, Kuznetsov got four points, two goals, two assists, Oshie got two goals and assist. he's a good streamer, for sure, he's out there, so 15 minutes of ice time, that's not too bad, Tom Wilson is out there as well, he had a goal and an assist, um, you know, he was 43% rostered on Yahoo, so, um, good streamer, you know, sixteen thirty two. I like that, Gustafson, uh, Eric Gustafson's uh, still playing well, two assists as well, so, yeah, I'm not going to just go down the list here, but yeah, Washington, I, I hope, again, I was talking about Ovechkin, I really hope that, you know, they, they start to pick it up uh, for Ovechkin, like, um, you know, give him give him something good to think about and just sort of process what's what's been going on in his personal life, and, and just start getting those goals again. Start feeling good. This guy's a beauty. Let's move on. Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Pittsburgh wins 3-2 in overtime. Yeah, St. Louis Blues, free fall continues. But, uh, you know, they played pretty good in this one, I thought. Um, a, a good effort for them. You know, but the, the, they got outshot uh, insanely. Whoa! Jordan Bennington with a, uh, you know, 45 save performance and lost in overtime. But, I don't know, they'll, they'll take the point there. That's better than than kind of where they've been at um, for St. Louis. You know, the, the big guns again, uh, air quote, big guns, uh, Rob Thomas had an assist, he did play 20 minutes, I like that, Buchnevich played uh, 22 minutes and 35 seconds, I like that, um, Sammy Blaze as well, just an interesting guy, interesting streamer, maybe hit streamer, for, uh, you You know, any anytime you need that statistic, he did get an assist, and he had 15 minutes on ice, um, you know, that's, that's decent, um, not much else to say about St. Louis, Jordan Kyrou, again, Uh, Just under 21 minutes. Braden Shen, 24 minutes. I just love looking at deployment. I think that's really important. That's really key. Just to see who the coach is going with. Who does the coach have confidence in? So let's talk Pittsburgh. Uh, Jari got the win there. That's nice. Nice. You know, um, good for him. Malkin, goal and assist. Marcus Pedersen. I love this. Um, this guy is, you know, his minutes sometimes can be all over the place. He's been under 20 minutes for a few games here, but uh, he was up at 22-13. He got a goal and an assist. I believe he got the overtime winner. Three shots, two hits, four blocks. This guy's a great streamer. And then Brian Rust had a goal and assist as well. What a legend. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that game. Let's keep going. All right. Anaheim, Carolina. The Ducks, the mighty Ducks, take care of the Carolina Hurricanes, 3-2. Wow, that's a weird score. I don't know, Hurricanes took the night off or something? Actually, it was John Gibson. <laughs> flashing the leather. 51 saves, my goodness. Somebody, <laughs> what's, I, I've talked about John Gibson before. I just feel for this man. Like, can, can somebody block a shot? I mean, you know, or, or can we get a def- new defensive coach in there? Something. Can you? Can you help him out? But great job. Got the win. That's nice. You know, if you need saves, John Gibson, yeah. Um, pick him up, all right? As long as you don't care about goals against or wins, he's going to give you a crap ton of saves, all right? Um, and Troy Terry got a goal. I like that. He's back. He's ready to rock. He's got goals in a couple here. Eighteen forty-one on ice. Troy Terry is good to go. Zerus got two assists. You know, whatever. I don't have much to say about them. Carolina Hurricanes, the guy we were looking at, uh, Seth Jarvis really did nothing here um, but he did have five shots on goal two blocks uh, sorry two hits and 1634 ice time so that's good um, another thing I like Tara Vinen got 20 minutes and 26 seconds of ice time so his ice time is very good uh, Tara Vinen's slow start to the season then he was injured he's down on PP2 at times but yeah he's cooking now at least for his deployment and is a good team so they can afford for Tara Vinen to sort of slow roll it here yeah, but they don't, don't have too much else to say there. Uh, Freddie Anderson takes the L. Oh, Mr. Anderson. Whatever. Carry on. Ottawa, Montreal. Ottawa beats the Canadians 5-2. What about my man Timmy Stutes? Oh, God, he's got no points. They got five goals, no points. What are you doing to me? Mads Sogard, he gets the win. I, I don't know. Are they going to he might be the guy to own there in Ottawa until uh you know Forsberg comes back Anton Forsberg like Talbot has had a just a garbage season he might be washed he might be done I I don't know he's ever gonna sort of he he had one good season I think he played like 70 games or something it was obscene and then yeah he just fell off the map so I don't know Sogard definitely a good goalie streamer you know when Ottawa has a game you can get him in you know depending on the opponent but take a look at Sogard. He's, he's doing pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about Ottawa besides Timmy Stutz. Come on, I needed those points, buddy. Um, and then nothing really to say about Montreal um, except for Raphael Harvey-Penard. 21 minutes on ice. Jeez, that, that's what's going on in, in Montreal right now. RHP is getting 21 minutes on ice. Yeah, it's, it's a rough season there in Montreal, but uh, what are you going to do? Let's carry on. Speaking of rough... The Devils pound the Flyers 7 0. This is a blowout, so there's not much to take from this game at all from the Flyers. Um, Akira Schmid gets the win. This guy's kind of a beauty. I don't know. They, they've got, we'll see what happens in the offseason with the Devils. I think, you know, the, they probably should go with Vanacek. You might look at Blackwood getting him somewhere else, and then Schmid can be your backup and they can bring this guy along because it looks like he's got the fundamentals. He's got a great goal saved above average. Like all the advanced statistics for Schmid look pretty darn nice. So and he's got a cool name, um, yeah, Akira. Good movie. Anybody watch that? Come on, get the biz. Um, yeah, nothing much to say. I'm not even gonna talk about New Jersey because, well, actually, Dawson Mercer. Let's talk about him because that's a guy we were looking at. He did get a goal, 16 minutes on ice, but you can't even look at these time on ice because it was a blowout, right? So they're, they're not gonna roll out the big guns. Tampa Bay beats the Red Wings. That's a tough one for the Red Wings. Three nothing. Not much to say on this one Vasilevsky gets a 45 save shutout dang yeah Vassie's, uh rounding in into form. I love that um, but remember Tampa Bay has a stinky playoff schedule come week 22 23 and 24. they've got you know only one off night only 10 games it's not good right so they got a four game week and then two three game weeks uh, come that time so yeah it's you know if your tra- if your trade deadline hasn't passed yet, Try and look at maybe moving off some Tampa Bay players. I'm not saying sell at all costs, right? You know, but, uh, yeah, a guy like Braden Point, can you can you move uh, him for somebody, you know, that has a better playoff schedule? Potentially, right? He's got some value. Hagel, I would definitely get off Hagel if you're holding him. Sergachev, Hedman, potential moves. So, yeah, think about it. But, uh, yeah, not too much to say here. Braden Point, Kucherov doing their thing. Get the biz. Detroit Red Wings, just nothing doing. Let's look at some deployment here. Um cop got twenty minutes on ice. That's that's interesting, yeah. Um Tyler Bertuzzi, our man, twenty-two minutes. He was the high minute man on the on the day. Tyler Bertuzzi. All right, this is the guy we were talking about. So they're going into a five game week. Tyler Bertuzzi, um, yeah, should probably be rostered at this point. Um, you know, hopefully you can get him in for all the games, that'd be excellent. But yeah, he had five shots, twenty two minutes on ice. That's that's pretty nice, you know, and he's not rostered um very much at all, so Um, That's all I have to say about that. Um, Yeah, we can move on. Dallas Stars beat the Vegas Golden Knights in a shootout. That's nice. Um, Ottinger takes the win. Brassois takes the L, but yeah, he's playing great. Um, He's playing great for the Knights. He might be be an ad for this upcoming week because I don't know if they're going to go with Aiden Hill. With Brassois playing the way that he is, he might get the starts here. So keep an eye on that situation. Again, Vegas has four games with four off nights. This is a great week to roster some Vegas players and then get them the hell out of your sight because they have a terrible playoff schedule moving forward. So, um, But yeah, take a look at Brassois. He might be an ad here. Um, Chandler Stevenson, a guy we talked about, how about 24 minutes and 51 seconds on ice? He got an assist, You know, shot a goal, three hits yeah, the guy should be rostered this week, no question, Uh, Marchessault as well, got an assist, those are guys you want to look at, Riley Smith, who we talked about, you know, 19 minutes on ice, nothing uh, in the point column, but eight shots on goal, two hits, two blocks, that'll do, all right, that will definitely do, especially in a Cats league, let's get to biz, Um, I'm just going to keep saying, let's get to biz, you know, I, I say that in my personal life now too, it's, you know, I really have a problem. I'm just, like I said, I'm getting a biz all over the place. You know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I got to get a new catchphrase. Actually, if you've listened this far into the episode, hit me up with some new catchphrases in Twitter, okay? I'll pick the best one. I'll start using it. Guaranteed, all right? That's where I'm at right now. Pick a good catchphrase. Hit me on Twitter. I'll use it in the episodes. Book it! Yeah. And then Alec Martinez, who I told you about on Vegas, did his thing. He got four blocks as well. That's what we talked about, all right? Talking about Dallas, there's not too much to say here. And um, We did talk about a few of the streamers potentially, but I don't know. They're not blowing the doors down. Marchment played 17 minutes, 49 seconds. Again, zeros. Like, what? come on, buddy. Can you help me out? How about Yanni Hockenpah? Love that man. Uh, one shot, four hits, two blocks, only 17 minutes, whatever. That's all I got to say about the, that game there. Um, and then the Colorado Avalanche, they're heating up. They're heating up. Yeah, 4-1 winners over the Flames. Man, the Flames need these wins. What the hell are they doing? Um, yeah, Markstrom again. I think they should just go with Fladard. Markstrom, he's he's just not cutting it this, this season. I saw this a little bit in Vancouver. You know, he, he could be this guy, but, you know, it's also the team constructed in front of him, right? It's obviously something stinks in Calgary. They're just not clicking uh, where they need to be. So, um, yeah, that said... There's not really too much to take from, from Calgary in this game here. Again, Huberdo, just, man, 17 minutes, 40 seconds. Okay, deployment is okay, but he's doing nothing out there. It's just a surprise. It's really a surprise. It's just shame, too, because I love this player. I had him last year when he just went off, you know, one of the best passers in the NHL. Like, that's, that, that's from the players. They say that. You know, but man, he's just—he's not getting the opportunities, and his his confidence is shaken for sure this year in Calgary. So that's tough to see. Um, George, Alexander Georgiev—I don't know if it's Georgie or Gorgiev, but uh, yeah, he got he got back-to-back starts. Georgie, and that was awesome for me because I have him in a uh, Cats League, and he might just have won me my week with those two starts. So thank you, Georgiev, appreciate you. Um, yeah, great game, one goal on twenty-nine shots, love it. Um, yeah, and they did their thing. You know, all the guys we talked about on the Avalanche are cooking. They're doing what they need to do. All right. Um, so to chew skin, he had two assists. That's nice. 18 minutes on ice. This is where this is really important because we talked about the Avalanche quite a bit. So I might spend a little time here. This, this is what we need to look at. Almost every Avalanche game, who are they favoring, right? Who's getting the deployment? And then look at, you know, the situation. But this is a 4-1 game that they had in the bag, right? They put up a bunch of goals in the first period. So this is how they deployed their guys. McKinnon, uh, 24 minutes on ice. Obviously, you're, you know, we don't need to worry about his deployment. But Nichushkin, um, yeah, he got 18 minutes, 23 seconds. Bowen Byram had a, an assist. Uh, one shot, three hits, four blocks. Love that. He played 23 and a half minutes. So keep an eye on that, right? That's excellent. Um, Sam Gerrard, another guy we talked about. No points, but 23 minutes for him. Devin Taves. Devin? (laughs) What are you doing here? 26 minutes. So he's the high minute man on defense, okay? So it's just good to know those kind of things, right? And let's look at our other boys, all right? We're talking about... Lekkonen, Rodriguez, and Confer. the other uh, three of the top six. So Lekkonen had 15 minutes, didn't do too much, only had two hits on the night. Um, nothing doing this, not a great game for my man Arturi. Erod only had 13 minutes and 50 seconds, so again, he did have four shots, right? So he he's good for shots. Shots on goal per 60, Erod's your man. But 1350, that deployment is not going to cut it, right? That said, I mean he's a good he's a good streamer uh, as opposed to some of these other teams that we talked about so Erod should definitely be rostered he's just not my favorite out of these streamers and then my boy JT Comfer he didn't get any points but 24 minutes and 4 seconds on ice Comfer that he's getting the deployment McKinnon this is how the forwards went McKinnon Comfer McKinnon Comfer what the hell um, so Confer right now is getting all the minutes he's a must add Confort is a must add get him in your lineup I love that um, you know because he's putting some points on the board but with this kind of deployment you know he had a shot one or two hits two blocks in 24 minutes yeah Confort is a must roster, and I think he's a hold till the end of the season. You know, unless he starts getting like eight minutes a night, but ha- that would not happen. The coach, uh, Jared Bednar, obviously trusts what Confort is doing there. He's a, he's very re- uh, responsible defensively. He's a great player. So you got to pick him up. You got to pick up Confort, Lekkanen needs to be rostered. Byram needs to be rostered. Um, even Josh Manson, you know, 19 minutes, 20 seconds on ice. He had an assist. He should probably be rostered. Like this team is crazy. Um, Alex Newhook. I don't know if I go that far, but you know, in deep leagues, get Alex Newhook in there. He played 14 minutes. So that's your homework. All right. Every Colorado avalanche game, watch the deployment and, and check your wires and make sure that these premium guys on the avalanche are rostered. All right. You dig? You're picking up what I'm putting down. Go, Avs, go. Hashtag, yeah. Um, that's that. There's still a couple games ongoing. Um, the Blackhawks and the Sharks are in overtime. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is like basement teams just going at it. It's like it's like two AHL teams having a game. Um, so whatever. I'm not going to talk too much about this. Max Domi's still cooking. He's, he's at 21 minutes of ice time right now. He has a goal in the game. So that's nice. Uh, whatever. I, I don't even have much to say about that. San Jose. You know, there's not too much I want to talk about there. A guy I do like, and this is, you know, based on someone that I got from Apples and Genos, actually. Um, we got a guy, Mark Barber at Apples and Genos. He does a lot of analytics, and he, he has a couple models that he uses to help us with uh, players. And he's kind of identified this guy, Mikey uh, Isomont. I don't know if I say that right, but he's, uh, yeah, he's like a third liner, second liner in San Jose. And he's a guy that might get a little bit of a boost when Meyer is moved right this you know there's the games without Meyer he's he's doing some stuff out there so and in this game he's just under 19 minutes um four shots on goal one hit. you know this is a guy that that could maybe do something like deep deep leagues right don't let him pass you by Mikey Isomont just just put him in the back of your mind put him on the watch list all right and that game's still ongoing so who the hell cares all right that's that and I think that's it. That's it for the games, man. That took longer than I wanted. But, but you know, what are you going to do? That's, that's kind of a fun thing. I, I just, you know, I might do that a little bit more often anyway. Anyways, let's talk about the traded guy updates. All right. We got to figure out what's going on. So, um, some stuff happened today. All right. Nino Niederreiter. Yes, it is Ned Niederlander. Was traded to the Winnipeg Jets for a second rounder. Great trade for the Jets. They, you know, second rounder. I think Nita Rider, first off, he's locked up for two years. He's in the first year of a two-year, eight million dollar contract. So four million dollars per that's that's nice for what Nita is gonna be able to bring. He was a third liner on Nashville, I think that, you know, and we'll have to wait and see. But I think on Winnipeg, he could be uh in the top six there, right? With Cole Perfetti going down. With injury, I think Rider just slots right in there. He, he might slot in on the top line. But either way, he's playing with uh, Mark Scheifele or um, PLD, Pierre-Luc Dubois. And that is plum deployment right there. Um, Niederreiter uh, brings a lot to the table, to be honest. He, um, he's, he's an offensive driver, no problem. He's not a big passer. So, you know, but he, he, he can drive a lot of offense, and th- those are premium players that he's not playing with in Nashville. You know what I'm saying? So um, I like that he's having a good season. Or he was having a, it's not a good season points wise, but um, under the hood, looking pretty good. All right, he's up his shots. He's already ha- at 115 hits. So this is a good Cats League guy. I might look at Niederreier. Um, You know, obviously it has to make sense with your playoff schedule and and, w- and what you're trying to do here all right, and this upcoming week, Niederreiter's uh, schedule with Winnipeg is not going to be awesome, right, Winnipeg has three games with one off night, that's not, that's not great, and it's against pretty good competition, they they play LA and then Edmonton twice, so, you know, uh, well, the Edmonton games, he might be able to get some points in there, that that team stinks uh, at stopping goals, so I don't know, you might, just, just keep an eye on Niederreiter, I don't, he's not a must-add, you don't go out and just definitely get Nita rider. but I think there's something there, um, you know, let, let's see what he does this week, I think you can leave him on the wire for now, unless you're really hurting, unless it's a deep league, and he's still out there, then you pick him up, but um, it, it, he could bring some value, for sure, and then I think the Jets, you know, from week 22 to 24, they don't have a great schedule, they have, you know, t- only 10 games, uh, but they do have two off nights, so it's just a step above Tampa Bay, who I've talked about, but still, it, it's not inspiring stuff, I wouldn't, I'm not rushing out to get Nino Niederreiter, but he might be like a kind of a, a streamer for a day or something, or for a, you know if they have a couple off nights in in one of the weeks coming up. Anyways, that's my take there. Good trade for the Jets. He's a depth piece, um, top six guy. He could get some deployment. So I hope he gets some minutes. That'd be nice to see. Um, also, happened today: uh, New York Rangers traded Vitali Kravtsov to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, for uh, William Lockwood. Um, who's, you know, he's a good prospect for sure. And I think a pick, I, I don't remember the pick, but, um, yeah, I, I love the trade Kravtsov. Um, you know, he, he has some, some acumen here, right? This guy, you know, he was drafted in the first round ninth overall. And it, it's just a typical story of a, of a, um, a prospect, right? And a typical story of a prospect in New York, like they, they, what are they doing with their prospects? They, they, they just always have their top two lines are good to go, right? So, so how do you develop these guys? Like, you know, we you look at um, Lafreniere, Capocacco, like they're starting to come into it this year, starting. They've been in the league for a few years. Like, you know, not all rookies come in and just guns blazing, but like you put, you got to put offensive players in offensive situations. And you also have to Give them some minutes sometimes, um, and obviously, like you know, I'm not a coach, so there's I'm sure there's defensive shortcomings here that like, and there's also you know potential when you put rookies out and they make big mistakes and go for goals like that can really crush a rookie's confidence and 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 hurt them for a long time, right? So, you know, there are professionals that develop prospects. I am not a professional. I'm a dude with a with a computer, all right? Um, but I do spend a lot of time on fantasy hockey, <laughs> so yeah, but. Vitaly Kravtsov, it it's it wasn't a good situation. He wanted out of New York. He wasn't getting the deployment. And this is a. Um, I like what the Canucks are doing. They're, like, Obviously, they're targeting players that are Russian at this point. Um, and I ain't hating it, honestly. They just locked up Kuzmenko. You got uh, Pod Kolzin in there. Um, now we got Kravtsov, who played with Pod Kolzin at the World Juniors, I believe, um, or on a team with them at some point. They're friends. I like that. Um, I think that's kind of, that's giving your rookies a little bit of safety, you know, a little bit of uh, context as well, right? They're not just walking in and don't know anybody and don't speak the language very well. I don't know about Kravtsov, how, how well he speaks English, but I'm just... Talking in general, right? Like Kuzmenko came into the year this year and he doesn't speak English very well. So it's nice to have someone who can speak the language, translate for you, help you get acclimated. And so Krafsov has that with the Canucks. And I think it's a really good uh, trade for the Canucks. I was surprised that they made it. They they kind of capitalized on the Rangers trying to dump some salary here because I think they're making, you know, they're trying to clear room for Patrick Kane and, you know, someone else is going to have to take some of Kane's contract. That's a, that's a given. So there'll be a third team in there. But yeah, this is a this is a nice little thing for the for the Canucks. You know, this guy's 23, he's big, he's 6'3. I just watched the highlight package of this guy. Sheesh. Um, one thing that really stood out is he can skate. Man, this guy is quick, he's agile, he, you know, his his hands are are pretty nice, you know. Um, at least the the package that I saw, the, the shot wasn't really, you know, it didn't look elite to me, but this is this is when he played in the KHL, right? So I've seen him, a, you know, a couple times here and there this year. He's a good player. They had him on the top line at times, but you know, he never got the deployment. He's only averaged like 11 and a half minutes on ice in 28 games for the Rangers. That that's not going to cut it, right? You got to get this guy out for more. You got to put him in some opportunities. You got to get him on the power play, put him on the power play and see what he does. And that's the situation that the Canucks have right now. And then once these players get jettisoned out of here, guys like Besser, Myers, Miller, maybe even that would be insane. But yeah, Miller, is he going to go, um, you know, Luke Shen, they're they're going to there's going to be more opportunity for players here to play and Kravtsov might get a look this year. I don't think there's a guarantee that he does play, but let's keep an eye on it. Another watch list guy. Um let's talk about Orlov and Hathaway. We did talk about them in their first game with the Bruins. I don't think we're rostering either of them right now. Orlov might be a a D man perif streamer if need be. Hathaway is a hit streamer at best, but in real life, these guys bolster the hell out of the Bruins. I I don't know how, like, obviously, you know, if New York gets Kane, we're looking pretty darn good because that, that just imagine that, those two teams going at it, like, sheesh, I, I, that would be some amazing hockey, just really elite, and it's like an all-star game, but they actually care, you know, Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Orlov Hathaway, you're not doing anything, Tyler Mott was traded uh, to the Rangers, he's not fantasy relevant, he's gonna be a fourth liner there, I do love the player though, he used to play for the Canucks, so, He's a, he shows up in the playoffs, too. So he's going to be some playoff playoff depth, and uh, he's a beauty, but only 10 minutes time on ice. Get the hell out of here. That's not good enough, all right? Next up, let's just talk about um, the big trade that Toronto made. Um, Ryan O'Reilly, Noel Achiari. Yeah, how's that gone? Um, let's have a look and see. Ryan O'Reilly, so yeah, he was in the midst of a just a garbage season. Not Not doing very well. Um, you know, and it's still like, um, you know, for reference last season, he had a a 61 point pace. He, you know, in 78 games and this season he's on a 45 point pace last season, plus 11 this season minus 23. Yeah. Um, you know, and basically no points on the power play. (laughs) So yeah, he, he was, all of St. Louis was, was really, you know, they were just not motivated. They're not having a great season. So what does Ryan O'Reilly do? He gets traded to the Leafs, and he puts up a hat trick in his third game. Sheesh. That was, a, that was nice. I mean, he's got amazing deployment. He's, this, he's centering Mitch Marner and John Tavares. Like, what are you doing? Um, that said, um, let's take a look here. Ryan O'Reilly is getting great even strength deployment. There's no question. Um, but he's on power play too, and he's not getting a lot of time there. Right. So he he, there's a chance he may get even less power play time on the Leafs than he did with St. Louis. Right. And the truth is, they don't need uh, Ryan O'Reilly to be an offensive guy. You know, that's a nice uh, feature that he goes out and gets a hat trick here. But he's just the distributor. He's the he's the distributor on that line. He's like, get the puck to these guys and make sure you're defensively sound. Right. That's what they need him for. And obviously he's won a cup. So that this is an it's a great signing for the Leafs. It's a no brainer, um, but the but the hat trick there that that's was not expected. I think he's just a he's just a a great depth piece. Little he's higher than a depth piece, obviously. Like he's in the top six, but and he's obviously started well with his new teammates. But I would temper expectations on Ryan O'Reilly. You know he's not going to get a hat trick every game. Again, like his power play time in his four games with the Leafs. Let's look at this. So the first game, he did get a look. He got a minute and 45 in the power play. Second game, only 42 seconds. So one power play on power play two. Same with the next two games. So he got 54 seconds the next game against Buffalo. And then only 55 seconds um, against Minnesota there. So he's not getting a lot of power play time. He's on power play two. You know, he's running hot right now, obviously. <laughs> you know, in his, in his games that he's played with the Leafs so far... You know, and this is such a small sample size, so you can't really read too much into this. But, you know, he's cooking with 27% shooting. What you, no, that's that's not happening, right? His IPP is 71.43. No, that that's showing no good. That That's not going to happen, right? And his shots per 60 is 9.96. No, that is not going to happen. So th- this is all going to regress down, right? Ryan O'Reilly is going to sink back in probably in between what he's doing now and what he did in St. Louis, right, and kind of, I think Ryan O'Reilly rest the season, I think, you know, 50, 50 point pace, 60 point pace ceiling, I think is probably it, so, you know, I I didn't rush out to grab Ryan O'Reilly, to be honest, I did get him in one spot, Um, it, and, you know, he scored a hat trick, (laughs) you know, I mean, come on, Um, you see something like that, you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is gonna be something, right, um, I don't think that's going to be the norm there and he doesn't really do a lot else, right? Like, you know, he doesn't hit, he doesn't block, you know, not in the regular season anyway. So it's, it's, you know, you're going to want to temper expectations there a little bit on Ryan O'Reilly. I do think he's a good speculative ad, the rest of the season guy, but you know, they, we could very well be dropping this guy. Like they, they could drop him down, you know what I mean? And kind of mix up their lines there in uh leaf Land, So there's something to think about. I, I think he should be rostered right now. You're going you're to play with those two guys. You got to be on a roster, all right? And then Noah uh, you know, he's he had his uh, uh, a couple good, you know, weeks here in St. Louis where he was putting up some points, hits, all that stuff. But he's a third, you know, slash fourth liner. He's a hit streamer. That's really it. But great depth piece for the Leafs. It's a great trade for the Leafs. They went all in and I think it was really smart. They, they got a, a great player, I think, in Ryan O'Reilly. And a good guy in the room, you know, by all accounts uh, that I'm reading on Twitter and what I'm, you know, the interviews and everything. So, um, great trade for the Leafs. I think it makes them a better team. Okay, uh, we'll talk about Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, how's he been doing in Rangerland? It, it's just, it's just upheaval in there. Um, you know, you're, you're bringing in these 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 really flashy guys, these guys that kind of have their own sort of, uh, you know, gravity around them. You know what I mean? And I think Tarasenko is one of those players. So, in eight games so far with the Rangers, he's got four points. You know, not exactly a glowing review, not exactly a, you know, a hot start really at this point, but he's a dangerous offensive player. We all know that. Um, And the thing with Tarasenko, we always want to see more minutes for him, but there's obviously a reason why he doesn't get those minutes, right? He didn't get them in St. Louis, um, and he's not getting them in New York either currently, right? So, if you look at uh, Tarasenko's, like, some of his deployment here, you know, it's it's not good. It's not really inspiring. His highest time that he played was against Winnipeg. That was 1948. That's that's what I want to see. That right there, minimum, right? And in that game, he had over five minutes on the power play in that game. Still only got one assist and three shots. I'd like to see more shots, buddy. Come on. What are you doing? Um, But yeah, I mean, more often than that, he's sitting around the 16 mark. You know, he had a couple games where he was playing 13 minutes uh, with, the, with the Rangers, so... They're still trying to figure it out. He's on a second line. Second line, my goodness. With Vinnie Tro and the bread man, Artemi Panarin. You have to pay for the bread! You have to pay for the bread! The bread! You have to pay for the bread! (laughs) That sounds like it should be an amazing line. Tarasenko and Panarin, you know, have played together, uh, you know, internationally before. So... I, it's it's gonna take a while, you know, I, I think uh, obviously Terrasenko's can he has p- potentially elite offensive skills, right? But I think it might not happen this season, right? Um, you know, he's on power play one, so that's great, right? So he has the potential here to pop off. but the underlying stats so far are not blowing the doors down. He's got more to give, right? But I think it's going to take the rest of the season for her to get acclimated here. Um, We might have to wait till next season to see the true rewards of this trade, especially if Patty Kane gets there. You know, uh, where, who's going to get the minutes? How are they going to get Tarasenko the minutes that he needs to to really pop off here? So I don't think his minutes are going to go up, especially if Kaner gets there. There's just too many roosters in the henhouse. You know what I'm saying? It's They're going to have to take on different roles, right? And there are a lot of offensive players. You're going to have to do something else, my man, because you, you, there's not enough minutes for everybody to go around, and you need to get these guys into the game doing what they do, all right? So Tarasenko, yeah, he should be rostered, but... I don't know if you went out and picked them up like at all costs, or you traded for them thinking it's going to be like, you know, bl- you know, just crushing uh, for the rest of the season. I think you're mistaken. I don't think that that is what we can expect from Tarasenko moving forward. I think point a game would be ceiling, um, and and yeah, I think more like you know probably like a 70-point pace, 60 to 70-point pace for Tarasenko for the rest of the season is probably reasonable. You should start there, right? Because I, I think he's better than what he's shown here. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, only two more players to talk about. Uh, last big trade was Bo Horvat for a Beauvillier and Aturatu. Yeah, um, we'll just quickly talk about these guys. I've talked about Horvat um, a little bit on the pod, and I love the guy. I feel like uh, people might think I'm like a Bo Horvat Hater, but I love the guy. He's he's great. He was a great captain here in Vancouver, and I wish the guy all the best. I'm glad he got a nice new contract there. But yeah, I think things are settling in. Barzell got injured there in the on the island. So, you know, I think the honeymoon's over with Bo Horvat there on the island. That said, he's still getting a ton of deployment, right? He's getting well over 20 minutes a night. He had a game against Ottawa on Valentine's Day. He played 27 minutes and 49 seconds. Like, that's awesome. So, you you know, it's, I I think, I think that what Bo Horvat has done, I've been talking about it for a while. He's a sell high. I would have got off him. Um, I think rest of season, you're looking at Horvat from last year right, that kind of pace, right, uh, you know, a 61-point pace, a 70-point pace, maybe ceiling, I do not think that uh, this is going to continue, you know, what he's done, he was redlining, his shooting percentage was off the hook, you know, he's still at 20.8%, but let's take a look at just some of his rate stats when he was with Vancouver, and then now in uh, like 10 games with the Islanders, I think that's a reasonable amount of time for us to just kind of look at his rate stats and see what's what's what, okay, so, all the stats we like to look at here, shots per 60, all right, with the Canucks in 49 games, he was at 8.41, um, with the Islanders, he's down to 7.08, all right, so he's shooting less, okay, um, shot uh, his shooting percentage with the Canucks, 21.68 uh, for those 49 games, and now with the Islanders, he's shooting at 16%, which is still reasonable, but you know, that's a big drop-off, right? We're, we're talking about five, almost 6%. So that's obviously going to have an effect on his goals and his goal pace and his point pace, right? So again, 16%, still very good. Uh, Horvat is still a very good player. But yeah, uh, that 21% was not real. And he held it for a long time, but I just, I don't think it's coming back. Um, individual Corsi four remains pretty much the same. Scoring chances four are about the same, and high-danger scoring chances four. He's getting a little bit more on the island, but again, the shots and the shooting percentage down. That's going to equal obviously less goals, less points. So yeah, Horvat. I mean, it's a great signing for the Islanders, but yeah, that's that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> Folks, you don't know diddly. Let's talk about the guy he was traded for, Anthony Beauvillier. He's got five points in his last five games. That's nice, Anthony. What are you doing? Um, wow, what a head of hair this guy has too. He, he just seems like a cool guy. Um, one thing that Anthony Beauvillier does here in Vancouver, he writes "Have fun" on his sticks. I love that. That's just a, you know, that's just a cool thing to write on your stick. It, it's, you know, I don't know, I don't know why that stood out to me, but um, I just like that kind of attitude for a player, especially coming onto a new team. And he's had some success, man. So he's got more points than Horvat does. And that equals a better trade for Vancouver, right? Am I right, everybody? Yeah, Anthony Bavillier, better player than Horvat. Book it, all right? No, that's not what I'm saying, all right? Um, but this this trade does look good for the Canucks just because um, Bovillier was not getting the deployment in uh, New York. He wasn't getting the look. So, um, so again, as I said, eight points in 10 games, Let's take a look under the hood, shall we? Same thing I did with Horvat. Let's take a look. So, and this, I'm only doing this because it was, it's 10 games, right? So, it's a, it's a decent uh, chunk of time where we can see, you know, what's been going on. So, with the Islanders, look at his time on ice. So, with the Islanders in 49 games this season, he averaged 15 minutes and 47 seconds time on ice. With the Canucks in 10 games, he's averaging 19 minutes and 14 seconds. That's huge. Right, that that go, that's like third line player power play two, first line player power play one. That's what those minutes say to me. So he's getting a really good opportunity. And again, the Canucks are having a fire sale for the um, trade deadline. So Bovillier is going to be a beneficiary of that because Kuzmickel's not going anywhere, Pedersen's not going anywhere, Quinn Hughes isn't going anywhere. Right? Um, all these amazing offensive players—they're not going anywhere. So not much is going to change i think what we see here from Bavillier is real uh, for the most part right he is sh- his shooting percentage is a little high right but that that's okay we'll we'll talk about that in a second here so if you look at some of the other statistics we talked about so shots per 60 with the islanders it was 8.76 with the canucks is 8.11 so that's about the same but shooting percentage is much better so with the islanders 7.96 with the canucks now in 10 games 15.38 shooting percentage that's excellent and that's reasonable and that's right in line kind of with you know it's a little high but it's sort of in line with what he's done in his career I think his career average is 11 and a half shooting percentage so he's running a little hot but he's never played with these kind of offensive players so you know I think that could be real and course four is pretty much the same scoring chances he's getting a few more scoring chances per and high danger scoring chances he's getting a lot more so that just says to me, it's yeah, it's a like I said, I think best way to say it. Third liner power play two. Now he's first liner power play one, and that's what we're seeing here, and that's why I think that it is sustainable here. So, anyways, that's all I got. I yeah, I hope that was uh, you know valuable for you. I just I'm kind of doing something on the fly here, just trying to give you guys some value. I know I said I would do an episode, so I wanted to make sure I got one in here. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm um, I will probably do an episode maybe Thursday night. So I'll we'll do probably three days without an episode because I got work coming up this week. But Thursday night I'm going to record, and then I'm going to go go ballistic here on the weekend. Um, like I said, we're going to have Mike Rogerson back probably Saturday night, so that'll come out Sunday. And then I, I want to get my uh, other guest in on a Sunday afternoon so show. So I'll release that on Monday. Um, But I'll also do my streaming show this week. That'll be coming out on Saturday morning. So, yeah, that's what I got. I I will definitely try and sneak in a little bit of a podcast this week, if possible. Because there's so much going on. It's crazy. Maybe just an update, like a news update or something like that. So, anyways, thank you guys. I appreciate you so much. Again, definitely go check out Sportsethos.com. Check me out on Twitter, at Blake Creamer SE. Go into the Discord. Ask some questions. Um and like I said about Twitter too, hit me up anytime. Send me your rosters, send me your trades, send me your you know, ads and drops, all that stuff. I love answering those questions. It's what I do, all right? And it feels good. So, anyways, hope you all have a great week. I hope you crush it. I you know, um, and tomorrow's Sunday, so you know, hopefully, uh, you know, if you need any help with streaming, let me know. Let's get some dubs, all right? We gotta get some wins. And we're going for the chips, all right? We're going for the championships this year. Book it. All right, thanks, everybody. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.